Well, hell, welcome back to Tech Travel and Twang. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jen Barbie, Chief Disruptor, Head of Growth and Industry Relations at Destination Innovate. And I'm really excited about our guest today to talk about the Central Coast Tourism Council. I have Molly Kano. Molly, would you introduce yourself? Tell us about your background, how you ended up with CCTC. Give us some goodies. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jen, so much for having me on. I'm Molly. I am the, um, by day, I'm the tourism manager for the city of San Luis Obispo, um, which for some of you who may not be familiar with San Luis Obispo, we're a a community of about 50,000 on the coast of California, um, centrally located between San Francisco and L.A., um, and really one of the strengths that we have found as a small destination has been the opportunity to leverage the work of our partners that really make up the whole region around us. And so for us, we call it the Central Coast. So the Central Coast of California stretches from about as far north as Santa Cruz. So just under the Bay Area, kind of underneath San Francisco, if you head a little bit south, you'll get to Santa Cruz stretching all the way down to Ventura County, which is just north of Los Angeles. So pretty much that whole coastline that takes up that middle part of the state between the two major destination hubs of San Francisco and L.A. The best part of California. I just recently able was able to visit Slow for the first time in November. And oh, my gosh, fell in love. What an absolutely gorgeous area. Just super cute. Right up the roads, lots of other Central Coast. It is just an amazing hub for that for that area. So tell us how tell us how the Central Coast Tourism Council came to be. Were you part of the original? So I was not part of the original formation of the Central Coast, Central Coast Tourism Council. Believe it or not, I feel like I should be at this point. Mm -hmm. I've given decades and decades of service, (laughs) but um, I came a little bit after, I think the the, um, organization had, I think, been around about 10 years prior to my my start with them, but I've now been working with them for... for about 18 years. And um, it's a fantastic organization. Not only is it an organization made up of incredible tourism professionals that are all speaking the same language and doing similar work and helping each other um, in professional development and um, really trying to achieve in our own individual destinations greatness, Um, but being able to come together and kind of put our our maybe competition or maybe differences aside um, to really be able to see the big picture of promoting um, the Central Coast as a as a great destination. And so the organization was created um, kind of as an idea and an offset of what our state, so what the state of California was doing um, in tourism work. And so Visit California, which of course is an incredible um, and really, you know, leading Uh, organization in this industry um, had created these opportunities because not only were they wanting to promote what was happening in the in the metros, the major metros or the big hubs, um, but really wanted to be able to put an emphasis on those authentic California experiences, which are really found in 
you know, what what they call the rural destinations. Um, so believe it or not, the Central Coast is considered a rural destination in California. Um, they were they were able to provide some grant funding that supported um, us through seed funding, essentially. Um, and we continue to apply and receive grants um, through the state of California, through Visit California uh, for the foundation of the work that we do. Um, but we're a membership-based organization. And so we are structured through members that choose to invest in being a part of our organization um, mm-hmm. and see the value in the work that we do and the strength of us coming together to be able to do together what we wouldn't be able to do individually. And so yeah, so now we have this this great organization, as I mentioned, has been around for a few decades now and um, ha- continues to innovate and uh, come up with new ways of doing the work um, based on kind of what's needed for um, for the travel market in different times throughout that those few decades. Absolutely. I think what really impresses me is not just the longevity, but I've worked with lots of regional associations across the country. And just what you mentioned about putting your differences aside and working with who would normally be your competition, that's a really, really cool thing that happens with the Central Coast. But uh, something else that is people may not know was with with aside from a few vendors, this is an all volunteer organization, isn't it? That is a great point. Yes, we do have a few vendors um, that do incredible work for us, but the majority is all volunteers. And so we all dedicate time um, and we serve in different leadership capacities, whether it be on the executive committee to help guide, you know, the overall work, or we have, you know, um, probably at least 25 individual uh, Mm -hmm. volunteers that also make up working groups that help achieve, you know, just the individual projects or programs. Um, Because again, we couldn't be doing this individually, we have to do it together. And so being able to come together, all of us dedicating a little bit of time, then together creates a whole lot of time um, Mm -hmm. that is able to accomplish what we're trying to get done. I think that's what's always impressed me is the amount of marketing work you guys function as a fully functioning DMO. The amount of work that comes out from volunteers, I don't think I've seen paralleled in any other organization. That's why I thought it would be an interesting conversation for our listeners who may not be trying to get a regional organization together, but even your own community, like branching out of the normal tourism piece of it and getting a little more collaborative. Like a lot of that can come together with some really good volunteers. And what's been so incredible through the volunteer process is that not only is it bettering the organization and it's helping the organization create programs and and get projects done and fulfill the needs of the marketing initiatives, but it also allows for professional development for folks throughout different levels of different organizations. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you may not have an experience, you may not have experience or have the opportunity in your day job to be able to write an itinerary for an example of, you know, maybe a journalist that's, that's coming into the destination. Maybe that's not what you normally do in your day-to-day work. But through volunteering, maybe that's the place where you raise your hand and say, well, I want to learn from some of the best in the organization to be able to learn how to do it so that I can get that experience. Um, That's how I really got started with 
the CCTC, as we like to call it. Um, you know, I was brand new in my career. I was on the hotel level, so I wasn't working at a DMO yet. Mm -hmm. And I was interested more in the marketing and how do we actually get the visitor here? You know, when I was working on the hotel side, it was about making sure they had the best experience once they arrived into my property. But I was so curious about the bigger picture. Why are they choosing this place? Um, and how are they being marketed to, to be able to make that decision? Right. Um, and so I was a volunteer, raised my hand as, as a, a member. I wasn't even a board member at that point in time. I was just um, a member of the organization and would participate in, in the meetings um, and said, I would love to be a part of a committee that wrote at that point, point in time, it was road trip itineraries. So mm -hmm. I worked with a representative, one from kind of each county throughout the central coast. So Santa Cruz, Monterey, um, our county, I represented our county in San Luis Obispo County, um, Santa Barbara, and then um, Ventura County. And we all came together and we crafted these itineraries. And I got to understand how we needed to think about time and different um, quality of experiences that they were doing and different types of experiences that they were doing. So then it wasn't always just one thing in every place, but making sure that an itinerary that we were able to build told the story, the bigger story, but then also gave each one of us our time in the sun to be able to shine on what we um, what we wanted to showcase, um, which I think really then helped serve me because I got that experience, understood what that was. And fast forward in my career, when I was now pitching media and inviting them to come to my destination, I was able to take what I had learned um, through that professional development and working with my partners on the CCTC and was able to write a successful itinerary. So it helps program, but also professional, which is one of the most important things I think that I get out of the Central Coast Tourism. I'm so glad you brought that up. because I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people are looking at how they move their careers and the professional development of it. But what I'm hearing is this one little secret ingredient you have, which I know a lot of other people in CCTC have, which is a natural curiosity. I think that natural curiosity, you know, open stores just so many things with your marketing and your ability and your professional development. I love that piece of it. So let's pivot real quick. And I want to ask you, what is the biggest challenge for Central Coast organizations to do their to operate, do their marketing? What's what do you guys see as like the biggest roadblock or worry? Yeah. So Jen, we were just kind of joking before we got started about seeing seeing challenges not as issues, but seeing them really as opportunities. And I think I think the Central Coast definitely approaches our challenges that way. Um, you know, probably the two that stand out most in my mind, um, which are kind of two definitely different sides of the, you know, definitely different sides of the work. But one, it's always the money, right? We always want more money to be able to do more things. And we mm -hmm. have to figure out ways to get crafty and, um, you know, be creative to be able to accomplish the work that we want to do in a really small budget. Um, we have a very small budget, especially in comparison to the individual either city or county DMOs that make up the mm -hmm. Central Coast. And so really being able to understand what is our unique place 
because we are not going to compete. That's not why we're here, right? And so what, again, can we anchor back to that we can do together that we wouldn't be doing individually or couldn't be doing individually? Um, And so money is always, yeah, money always boils down to, we wish we had more money. Um, But I think, you know, being able to work with volunteers and being able to put together incredible opportunities where, you know, come up with a new program and maybe we pitch it to our our other destinations and everybody's willing to co-op in um, Mm -hmm. to be able to help you know, everybody puts in a little bit and then we have a, a, a bigger pot to work with um, to be able to do some of the individual initiatives. So I would say that's probably one of the challenges. The other challenge totally on the other side of the business would be um, how large our destination is and how different it can be as well. So taking up, you know, all of that space really between San Francisco and L.A. along than a lot of other states. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, it is, it's, it's a, it's a large, it's a large Mm -hmm. territory um, Mm -hmm. that also has a ton of experiences. And some people, some of your listeners may be sitting, you know, there and and hearing this and being like, wow, you know, tough problem to have. Um, But it is sometimes really difficult to be able to say, so what is that thing? What is that one thing that we should be hanging our hat on or that we should be focusing on in our work and not feeling like we get whiplash because it's like, oh, no, we've got that, too. Oh, no, we've got that, too. But really knowing who we are as a destination and being able to stick to that and tell that story. So for us, that boils down to um, the road trip. And so making that road trip between um, San Francisco and L.A., not just calling it Highway 1 because there's more than just Highway 1 that connects us. There's also the 101, Highway 101 Mm -hmm. through California that connects us as well. Um, But being able to then find that anchor point, I think, has been a, a challenge for us in the past. Yeah, that's a that's a wide area to to take care of from a visitor standpoint. And I think like what you said too, I don't think the stories ever kind of stop evolving. You kind of have to retell your story all the time, but also, you know, with the environmental factor of so much niche marketing, it's hard to get to a niche. I imagine for you guys, because you're so many niches in one big area, you know, yep. you've got foodies, you can do besties and bros, you can do girlfriend. There's so much yep. that you guys have to offer that it becomes, you know, a prioritization, I think, in, in marketing. Are there any Outside other like trends, environmental factors you guys are looking out for, like consumption of social media, you know, just kind of what's going on out there? Yeah, I would say, you know, for within our marketing efforts, I think, you know, the trends that we are really following and watching have to do with the way people travel and the values that people are showing in their travel making decisions. And so being in California and really being conscientious about our environment um, and what you know, impacts travel may have on our environment um, is an important thing for us to keep top of mind as well. And individually, each destination has different initiatives and different programs on how they approach sustainable travel or climate action related travel or whatever that may be. Um, But we're also looking at it as a bigger picture for the region and leveling up to visit California as well to understand how can we protect the natural resources of our place um, to ensure that this is 
you know, the place that we know and love and that we get to share with the world is something that we can do for generations to come. So sustainability is definitely top of the list for us here on the Central Coast. And even though you've got some amazing destinations that are inland, you have a massive amount of beach. So beach nourishment, sustainability. I think your visitors want to hear that. And I think it matches the tone. I think that's perfect. So the original road trip, where'd that come from? The original road trip. Well, um, you know, we we just decided we are the original road trip. I know there's probably some of your listeners that may be on, you know, other really incredible road trips throughout the uh, throughout the country that definitely will say um, that they are an original road trip too, or a classic road trip. Um, but when we were looking in California and saying what does set us apart. That Highway 1 is really where it first started, Um, that that classic road trip, that original road trip that people were talking about from, you know, generations before us about taking that, you know, taking that road trip down Highway 1, putting the convertible top down and, you know, seeing some of the incredible sights. Um, We can really own that because it really stretches um, throughout our coastline as, as being kind of that that highlighted part um, throughout California. And so that's really where it started was, you know, figuring out what was, again, going back to what was that kind of piece? What was that thread that connected all of us? Um, Since we all have kind of different messages or maybe different marketing opportunities that we're trying to, um, to pursue or messages that we're trying to share. But what is the one thing that ties us all together? And it really is the road. And so um, that's where we, that's where we really came up with it and it resonated. Um, we tested it with some with some PR work and some marketing work. And um, it really was something that uh, really stuck and people could identify with and um, make that connection to us all by, by being able to identify Highway 1 and the classic, you know, original road trip here through California. And I think it's timeless too. I think that's a really good point about you guys choosing that cornerstone as your brand. Like that doesn't go away. It can be the original road trip until we have flying cars, at least. You got a little time on it. Right? No, I love that. So I know DMOs, we've talked a lot about DMOs. I know we have a lot of DMO listeners, but your membership's not just made up of DMOs, right? So talk to us about some of the other types of members that are part of CCTC, how they benefit. Yeah, yeah. So for the Central Coast Tourism Council, our membership is all visitor serving businesses. So anyone who has a visitor serving business can be a part of our organization. Um, Obviously, visitor serving businesses throughout the Central Coast. So, you know, you have to be anchored Mm -hmm. geographically um, into the region and then be able to provide a benefit to a visitor that comes through the destination. So DMOs, definitely we, you know, almost every DMO throughout the the region is a part of the organization. many hotels. Um, So the largest number of members that we have are actual hotel properties, um, restaurants, wineries, experiences, um, museums, um, all different types of organizations like that, all the way down to even retail level businesses. Um, tour companies. So we've got a few different tour companies, whether they be, you know, um, 
really interesting cars that you can rent within one destination and then be able to drive along the central coast or, you know, tour companies like wine tasting or beer tasting tours, those types of things. So we really kind of range the gamut of um, the type of membership that we have. But essentially, if you are a visitor serving business here within the Central Coast, we really would love to invite you to be a part of it. And we find a way to get you involved and have you join one of our working groups to be able to participate. I love the cornucopia of of all those different types of businesses that that evolve. And I've just been to your workshops too. I've seen, you know, they're really unique businesses that you can't really see in another place. I think that also gives you kind of a marketing edge there, but just the fact that all these disparate destinations and these disparate businesses work together so well, putting competition aside, I think is just an incredible thing for people to pattern on. Yeah. We think it, we think it's pretty special, but you know, we love to we love to share it as well. So that's the other thing, you know, we, we love to um, work with partners, whether it be elsewhere in California or anywhere else um, in the country or the world, um, because we do feel like there have been some great learnings that we've had throughout, you know, the length of the organization since we've been around. Um, And we're happy to share that and what works for, for our um, destinations and our region. If it can be of support and help to have somebody else be successful, we want to be able to extend that. I think that's what I love about our industry too. Like if there's ever an issue, even from an agency side, if there's ever something I can't solve or I don't know, I knew I could pick up the phone and I probably have 20 people who are just willing to help. That's what that's why I've been in the industry so long. So if we have somebody listening, and of course, our, our all of our listeners are travelers, if they've never been to the Central Coast, what's a can't miss for a family? Let's start there. Ooh, Jen, asking me those types <laughs> of questions are like asking me, you know, who's my favorite, favorite child? Kid. I know. Uh-huh. Can't answer that one. Um, but um my goodness, what are some of the things if you've never, so our national parks or state parks that we have throughout the Central Coast, um, Hearst Castle, if you've never been to Hearst Castle, mm-hmm. it is absolutely incredible, a definite see. Um, not only is it seeing the incredible estate um, that Mr. Hearst built and created right here along Highway 1, um, just happens to be in San Luis Obispo County or SoCal, like we call it. Um, but it also has the most incredible uh, collection of art and antiques and um, historical, you know, mementos that are just cannot be rivaled. It's absolutely incredible to be able to go and see. And if you're lucky, you might even get to see a zebra or two um, wandering ar- around the um, the I did ranch land yeah. as well. It's it absolutely is. I would say that for sure. Of course, that was a recent visit for me, but unparalleled. Of course, I'm a history nut too. So just you know, after I got done with Hearst Castle, then I'm Googling and finding out all the stories, Charlie Chaplin, all that kind of stuff was very, very interesting. I will say, though, if you're scared of heights, just get ready because the windy bus ride up, little white knuckled, so worth it. <laughs> Definitely so worth it. Yes. And once you get up there, though, you can enjoy the gardens mm-hmm. and um, the incredible pools that they have there. One of the pools um, that they have at Hearst Castle actually is made with Venetian glass that is both this gorgeous aqua color as well as real gold. 
So there's and a the pictures that- do not do it justice. It's just it's like an eye feast. You can't take a picture that looks anywhere near it. It's amazing. Yeah, and even after being there hundreds of times, I, I can't even count how many times I've been up to the hilltop and been so lucky to be able to tour it. Every single time I see something new and hear a new story that it just, it's, it's never ending. So even if you've been there once before, you definitely have to add it to your trip for the next time. Absolutely. I love that suggestion. So outside of Central Coast, where is your dream vacation, your dream travel you haven't been to yet? Well, um, maybe I'm going to stay on this theme of of these national parks, but I have two children. I have two boys that are 12 right now. They're 12 and nine. And um, one of the things that's high on our list is to go and see some of the national parks. So make the national park tour and maybe next summer that'll be on our list of things to do and dri- be able to drive them and kind of do that road trip, maybe discover some of the other amazing road trips throughout the country um, and take them to see some of the, you know, amazing places that are, that are right here in, you know, throughout the United States. I love that. I think that's something that should be on everybody's bucket list. Like it's just the natural beauty in our own country. We sometimes overlook. So love that. Love that. What a great conversation. So Molly, what is one piece of advice you got throughout your career that you still take with you? Always say yes, which is something that, um, you know, I've had mentors tell me in the past, um, always say yes, because you never know where the opportunity might lead you. And Mm -hmm. so I know we are always so busy and there's so much to do, Um, especially in this industry, though, you never know what the opportunity is going to provide if you don't, if you don't accept it, right? If you don't go through the door, you never know what's going to be on the other side, Um, So So finding those opportunities to make space, to say yes, to take on new challenges um, will continue to help you be successful and continue to innovate and grow and make not only your destination, but you as a professional better and better. 